Hey y'all, welcome to But Now We Said It, where we know new episodes of Housewives are great and all, but nothing beats an old episode of Housewives. Let me introduce you to the man that is super funny on his Instagram. You may know him as Christian Gray Snow. He and I have done reenactments as Kim and Rinna. We have done Tamara and Vicky, my soulmate, my sister, my friend. We did, fun fact, do Ramona and Sonia with the white trash, looking it up the next morning. We were a little, we had consumed a little too much wine. So in that night too, we went live, of course, as one does when they're turned up. And we remember Dorinda joined. Do you miss Dorinda this season? Um, I mean, honestly, not particularly. Like I miss her funny <gasps> moments. I don't necessarily miss like her solo scenes. I miss her, like I miss her, you know, banter with the women. I miss like the fact that her and Ramona could back each other up. And then five minutes later, they would despise each other and have no problem talking about it. Same with her and Lou, you know, and mm-hmm. Sonia. She just really kind of was fit into their chaotic energy that they naturally have. She's one of the few people that I say entered in a later, a late season of an established franchise. And it felt like she's been there as an OG. And I would say her... I'd say Shannon Bedore came in and mm-hmm. fit like a minute, like literally the minute she came on, you you would think she was doing it the whole time. Yeah. And then uh, Margaret Josephs, I felt, came in and it was just natural. Yeah, Margaret um, should have been an OG, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I don't can't think of any others that came in in a late season that feel like that. Can you? Um, no, because now it's like, I like newbies, but I don't ever, like, I've gotten to the point now where I have to judge them on a completely different, like, category and, like, you know, set of, like, requirements than I did, like, OGs, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I like people, but they could never fit in or do what our OGs did for us, like, a decade ago. It's just different now. It's a different vibe all across the board, you know? Well, yeah, well, yeah. And two, like, I mean, even if they don't watch the show, you know, I hate, I actually do hate when people come on the show and say that they never watch the show, even if it is true. I don't know. I just feel like it comes off like you're trying too hard to say that I wasn't a fan of the show. It's like, mm-hmm. it's okay to say that you watch the show because I mean, it's like any job, you should at least know what's going on when you're going into it. I so, mean, yeah. <laughs> Where it's a problem is if you come on and say, oh, yeah, I watched the show and I have preconceived notions of any of the people in the cast because because of it. That's where it's a problem. You need to erase all of what you know of the show, like the people and go in with an open mind. And that's where I like it best when it's someone that's like I didn't watch until I started joining, you know, the discussions about the show. And they're like, then I felt like I had to catch up to kind of see what I was in for. Those are the best ones because they come in totally somewhat rookie minded, but someone like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like I got my feelers up, you know what I'm but um, totally. Yeah. Well, Orange County, our OG franchise and love of my life. I was going to say is OC, like classic OC, is that your favorite franchise? By hands down, forever, always, yes. Okay. I knew yes. Vicky is, of course, your, uh, the iconic queen for you, but mm. I wasn't sure if Beverly Hills or OC was your favorite. Seasons like four, five through like nine of OC are just some of the most hysterical television like I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. 1,000%. <laughs> and when you rewatch these old seasons now, do you re- rewatch it with a different lens than when you watched it and in, in the time? Yeah, I mean, yeah, same. And so, and you know, usually for me, and I've told you this before, like if I don't like someone or if I like them, I'm pretty set in stone. Like my opinion doesn't change with them, even with rewatches. Like I might view situations differently, but overall, I feel the same when I come away about these, you know, certain women. But it's been rewatches through OC. Like one time a rewatch is what turned me against Tamara. And then years Mm. later when doing another one of my rewatches, I kind of turned back with her. You know what I'm saying? So OC is that one city that's just like, I feel like they always had so much going on. Like even with only like five women, there was so much going on all the time in their individual lives within the group, um, with the, with the men of the group. Um, So it's just great. You know, I love it. Agreed. I when I do my rewatches now, I one thousand percent watch with a different lens because I'm the opposite. Where I find myself loving cast members that I 
hated or just did not vibe with when I watched it early on. An mm-hmm. example, Alexis Bellino. <gasps> I find her yes. to be iconic and like I she annoyed the hell out of me during and she's not, she's it's not such like a I good housewife a though. She's such she's a good housewife. Such a good housewife. Yes. But like in that when I was watching in real time, I was like Oh God! Can she leave? Like I'm so over her. Oh, I used to like like, not be able. Yeah, I used to not be able to like watch any of her solo scenes. Like she drove me nuts. I couldn't stand the sight of Jim. You know, the big smelly dork, as Vicky (laughs) called him. But (laughs) when she was talking about her shoe. Yes. Um, no, but what, looking back, I'm like, you know what? She was a great housewife in the fact that she stood her ground always. She always stood her ground. She never really swayed with any of these women. She was very much unapologetically herself. Like, even she would say things that, like, if she said that on TV now would be so cringe, you know? But, like, she would say oh, yeah. it to Andy. Like, she had oh, balls. Yeah. Would say it right to Andy. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, she was fearless, <laughs> which is really what a good what a good housewife is, you know? She had Jesus jugs of steel. Honestly. Listen, she said, I got my blinged out Bible. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> That's the only armor she needed. Honestly. Uh-huh. Speaking of Jim Bellino, I had heard that the new housewife, Nicole James, that's on this new season of OC. I've, I've heard two things. She was either engaged to Jim Bellino or she was she had dated Jim Bellino. Either way, one of them, she was in a relationship with him, and that shakes me to my core. That shakes me to my core, and I want to know why. Why? Because she's said, beautiful. Oh, yeah. She looks like Denise Richards, but I actually think she's prettier than Denise Richards. And yes. Denise Richards is hot. And I literally said when I found this out, I'm like, what does this, like, does this man, like, have like the biggest dick in Orange County or something. Like, I was why getting ready he... to say like either he has gotten so much money stowed away that Nate don't know damn body know about, or he's got a fucking magic stick that is like better than any ride at Disneyland. You know, it is the best. <laughs> ri- it is the best ride in OC apparently. <laughs> you know, I mean, my God. Well, I mean, and then he's he's now essentially even though he's not on the show, he's kind of like a Slade character now because yes. the, Peggy, the Peggy Tannis of it all, the Alexis. Yeah, remember they used, to, that was a whole feud at the end of the season. I mean, I'll season never six. forget when he was like, yeah, Peggy broke into my house. I was like, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that Peggy didn't do it, but if she did, maybe he does have the ability to digmatize some people. He had her not oh, thinking yeah. straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But you know what? I'm actually more inclined to be believe Peggy Tannis than Jim Bellino. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Always. Uh, see, OC is just such a classic. And I am so glad I started with OC for the first season. But now I said it because it. I actually at first I was like, oh, you know, I, I remember thinking the last time I saw it, which was years ago, it's so slow. It's like, I don't know if that's going to be a good one to start. It's. It will we it won't really be a splash. It is the opposite of that. I find it to be oh, it's so good in its own different way, and I'm loving it. I'm so happy I did that. So we are on episode six, and I am so glad you and I are recapping episode <laughs> six because there was just incredible <laughs> moments. There was we had I went through a whole range of emotions on oh, this, maybe, but it was great. The most important was the funny, the comedy of it all was so good. I mean, honestly, even from the beginning, I mean, I, I, like you said, we we chatted just a little bit before we hopped on here, but so much happened in this episode. Like everything from funny, the playboy mansion to almost threesomes to relationships ending. I mean, it was, it, to it was a cancer scare. When I tell you, the it OG was quite, cancer scare. It was the OG cancer scare. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it It was was real, everybody. It was. She came out (laughs) negative, though. Thank God. Let's celebrate that. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. But oh my God. It was, I don't know. It was was a a wild ride. It was a wild ride. So let's dive right on in. So we open up the episode with Lori, and what a way to open up because she's (laughs) talking about how. Once she was divorced, her friends introduced her to Hugh Hefner. I was never in Playboy. I wasn't a bunny. 
just started going to parties at the mansion. Oh, there's the color I was looking for. Coming up is the biggest party of the year. It's a very sexy pajama party, and it's very difficult to get into. They said, you know, you need to submit pictures. Are you about ready? So Lorelai and I went to the beach and did our own little photo shoot. What made us laugh the most is she says, you know, in Playboy, she's all set because all they're looking for blondes, big boobs, and a flat stomach. <laughs> even though she's had, <laughs> even though she's had three kids, she is still competing though with. Hold on, girls that are younger than her daughter. Now, yeah. I do need to confirm this, but. I was under the impression Ashley was like 18 years old here. Ashley looks like barely out of high school. This is like 2006. Yeah. So maybe it was just like a mix up of like, or she was just trying to, you know, it was just a phrase, but I'm like, yeah. is there really high schoolers going to Hugh Hefner? Like, let's I hope would not. hope not. Yeah. Because like, I even mean, look at Brianna, who's also on the show. What was, she was in like 10th grade, 11th grade at the time. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, no, she was a scene. She had just graduated this scene this season. Okay, so there shouldn't be yeah, anybody so younger than them going to Hughes' house. Exactly. Period. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So I mean, whatever. Maybe maybe Ashley's like twenty or something. But anyhow, she, what was amazing is at least I'm blonde. Playboy loves blondes. Lorelai's a brunette, so you've got to make her look extra sexy. You got to make her look extra hot. She said, "I was," and I almost died. Also, the best part to me was is that they're like, "Oh yeah, we've been going to parties at Hugh's house," and then for this one, she was like, "They said we have to send a picture," and I'm like, "The fact that like these bitches literally drove to the beach and like uploaded their picture with their little USB cord from their camera, like you used to have to do back in the day." Yeah, emailed it to like rep at playboy.com. <laughs> I want to see the catalog. I want to see the catalog of all the submissions. Oh, absolutely. Like, that needs to be like, I don't know why Playboy would never submit that. That could be kind of an iconic, like a table piece. Lori like could book. honestly make a coffee table book about, you know, yes. my, my season one Playboy submission. submission you know? <laughs> Well, you know, what What would you rate Lori's and Lorelai's pictures on a scale of 1 to 10? <laughs> well, at least Lorelai had a little bit of an action shot with the wave breaking. She did. She, they wanted the distraction. Well, they really did. They're like, we're going to have the wave breaking all the way behind her head. All maybe the it. white of the wave will look make it look like her hair's blonde. It'll like, it'll like, yeah, <laughs> blow her out. Yeah. Blow it. <laughs> I mean, I will say, Lorelai, I think she slayed her photo. I think she, she did. Great. And look, she got and in. She got in. She got in. They made it. <laughs> Thank God. I love them, like, getting in that old, like, old busted ass Escalade and driving from OC <laughs> to Beverly Hills. I just can't. Like, oh, God. I, I just, I mean, it's just, it was too good. And, oh. like, the thought, that was, like, the highlight of their year, I feel like. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, like, it would probably be mine too, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, to be I mean, that's pretty. But it again, this is what was so funny to me. I just find this hysterical. Like Lori and Lorelai, very much. Well, actually, they weren't even like new money in this this moment because they was were no money at this moment. But, <laughs> yeah, but like again, like going to the Playboy Mansion in their little satin robes. I was expecting like you know Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump like in their furs. And yeah. we got that instead. So it was just, I love the the totally different vibes of Orange County and Beverly Hills with only being an hour and a half apart. I know. And back then, I mean, I would, was it uh, Gina and Vicky were probably really the only like wealthy ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like super wealthy ones. I think like Kimberly's family, they seem to have done well. Yes. Or, yes, yes, yes. But yes, like, I true. don't know that they were as wealthy and then what am i saying oh, slade so then we move on to vicky and finally don got his job and he's the senior vp of a manufacturing company based in sacramento he only has to travel up there one to two days a week which will be fine so they go out to celebrate their you know his new job speaking of that bark that we just heard vicky brings up her pugs and how she wants to get another one and you could tell, and Don read it real quick and was like, 
you're just like trying to essentially fill a void because the kids are leaving and she yeah. kind of opens up about her separation anxiety. And it's so, it is so sad to see that. Like, obviously when I think about my own family, like when I was leaving to go off to college, we're like, Oh yes, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. And I don't really think about, I never really thought about how hard it hits your, your parents when you leave. Um, and then, yeah. So whenever yeah. I moved to California, which was after college, my, my parents like mm-hmm. hugged me by or whatever. And then like two years later, my mom said the entire hour and a half drive to the airport, she had to drive because my dad was sobbing in the passenger seat. Oh. I was like, what? Like, how sad. That Thank is God so you didn't cute. tell me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, my mom, I know she said she cried like the whole way home from college, but then moving out here. So, you know, I lived in DC prior to yep. here in WeHo. And when we officially decided we're moving out here and I told both of them, holy hell, they tried to guilt trip the hell out of Nuh-uh. me for leaving. Yeah. They're like, we're getting old. Like, okay. oh my God. I, like <laughs> literally made me feel so guilty. And I'm like, y'all can't do this to me. Like, like forgive me for doing something I want to do. <laughs> right. Like, forgive me for living my life. Like I need to like. You know, my partner got a job out here. I, you know, you would do the same. And luck, you know, they did end up apologizing, but they were just so sad. And it's, you see this here with Vicky and she's like really not ready to see the kids leave. And I, I really think... Not only is it she ready to see the kids leave, I don't think she's ready to be alone with Don. Oh, I, I was just, she's realizing that there's a lot of things her and Don are going to have to face, I think, you know, yep. because kids are a distraction, work is a distraction. But, you know, I don't think that, I think really they were both like terrified of like, they, for some reason, they just never wanted to divorce. They were dead determined to not divorce. And I respect that. But I think that, yeah, like you're saying, they were really distracting themselves with things that they probably didn't even recognize you know totally and i think i said before like um on an earlier uh episode i i feel like those two could actually have worked Mm -hmm. i don't feel like they put the work i mean put the full work into it and like because vicky does say doesn't she regret divorcing don you would i feel like you would know she yeah, says she that says I mean that. she wishes that she would have done it differently, but done it differently. Um, yeah, but I also feel like they both were at a point, like she said before, that it had, it had gotten to the point like there was no fixing it. Like you know that, that right. they could have, but there were things that they should have done earlier than they did. You know, right. like it just got exactly. too far gone. You know, that's what I that and that's what I mean. I feel like they kept. St- saying what they need to do to make things better but they wouldn't follow through on those things well and i remember and, like even when they went and got their vows renewed all those years later she said that after they had their vows renewed he went up to the room and didn't talk to her yeah that is crazy and like, like he on, and on the beach in front of the cameras he cried and told her how much he loved her and she's like literally an hour later he rolled over and didn't talk to me like that's heartbreaking that is and she said that's when she was like okay well this probably isn't gonna work wow yeah see that that is that is devastating i can yeah i and you know what i will say i i'm curious your thoughts but i don't know if your your love of vicky will uh, cloud this um i like am weirdly attracted to don i don't yeah. know why okay good i was like yeah. He gives me like strong BDE confidence. Oh, there's. I bet I want to go to Lake Havasu and let him ha- lay it down. You know, Havasu. What I'm saying? Yeah, have Havasu. You. Ha- have, have it your way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> know that. Real quick, we have to take a break. I love it. Yeah, I think Don is oh super God. sexy. He has the be- he, he has is. the most hands- he has the most handsome smile. Yes, I. Literally, I picked. I like could not stare, stop staring at his teeth this season. I don't know why. It, yeah, I wonder if he has veneers because his teeth are perfect. I mean, you know, Vicky, they don't look fake. You see, in later seasons, Vicky has no problem telling her man to go get his teeth fixed. So maybe, <laughs> maybe. and paying for it, <laughs> and paying for it. She said, "We live in so OC. True. You gotta have good teeth." A- yep, it. amen. So then Don says we got an invitation for Vicky's 25-year high school reunion. The invitation said, spouse is not welcome, clothing optional. Um, yes. Sign me up. What? I was like, I was Actually, literally, 
<laughs> I want to go to this high school reunion. Do y'all sell I'll tickets to, to people that didn't go? Like, y'all could raise money for a local charity selling tickets to people that did not graduate <laughs> with that class, you know? <laughs> They seem like such a blast, which obviously later in the episode we'll get to. Yeah. They they are a turn up class and in a I I've I was laughing so hard that literally they're like, nah, we don't want we don't want your man coming. What is the what's gonna happen there? Are they trying to swing at this high school reunion? Relive their their I think they're pretending it's Vegas. Whatever happens here that stays here because ain't nobody gonna be able to tell you ain't going home with nobody that's here. And if you are, their spouses ain't gonna hear about it. So boom, boom, problem oh solved. Oh my god. Yeah. Totally. Um and then <laughs> He said, I've been to one of these before. They're all a bunch of geeks. And, t- and Vicky's like, got an email from Bob or she emailed her ex-boyfriend Bob. And he's like, yeah, he's such a geek. It's a good thing you didn't end up with him. You could tell Vicky was like, She did not hurt. like it. She said, no. we're, what we're not going to do is talk about Mr. Bob like that. Wasn't his yes. name like Bob Tomato or something like that? <laughs> it was that? something very, yeah. It was something I know like she- super weird. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was so bizarre, but she's like he wasn't <laughs> he a took geek. That he was not. He was not a geek. He was not a geek. <laughs> you know, it was either she she's either offended at like she was she either has these residual feelings for him and did not like that or I I was I took it as well, if you think he's a geek, that's implying that I was a geek I and would I never sleep a with a geek. I would never why would I yes. ever sleep with a geek? I would never sleep with a geek. <laughs> Part of me thinks it's the latter. Yeah. (laughs) So then we get over to Gina and Shane got accepted to Yavapai College in Arizona. I never heard of that. She she's going to obviously miss Shane, but she's not going to miss the constant battles between him and Kara. And that's like the big theme of season one. It feels of Gina's story is her kids and their banter, their competitiveness. Uh And we really see a lot of, their relationship that they you can tell deep down they love each other but it is brutal in that household like they throw well, that shit at and each other she's literally like a single parent basically because what's his face is yeah. like locked upstairs 24 7 and only opens the door to yell at her so <laughs> matt yep. or whatever his name rest in peace matt. sorry yeah but yes. um yeah just saying and tr- totally and Kara says like you know, Shane's sort of like the favorite or she views Shane as the favorite and whatever, you know, he gets things all the time. So I just got a new Audi S4. Decided to get it just because I just felt like something new, kind of. Definitely out of my sister's car and my car. Mine's better. I'm a very jealous little being. My car has more options. It's bigger, it's faster, it has navigation and all the little goodies. Pardon? That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> What? Like, it, it, of course, but, the first thing he says, and it's better than Kara's car. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think, like, back in the day, like, I mean, you got to think those houses were selling for, like, I mean, like, Vicky's house, which was worth, like, $3 million back in the day, and Gina was selling, there's no, Gina was making fucking money, okay? Oh, like, coins. she was selling so many houses. She was what, she was like what Mauricio Umansky is now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She was on her way, okay? She was yes. on her way. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, he what? I mean, and what's really interesting that I've found since, you know, starting the rewatch and interviewing some of the ladies, Gina really is like a, a phenomenal networker mm-hmm. of people in Orange County. Then Kara, you know, comes in. She puts a post-it note down that says, I need money. And... She's like, just put it in my account or something. And her Gina's like, what do you need money for? She's like, school shopping. Like, every mother takes their kids school shopping, spends however much they need for the supplies, like, that they need. Uh, she goes, are you talking about papers and books? No, I'm talking about cardigans, sweaters, and cute jeans. <laughs> <laughs> school supplies. <laughs> I love Those are it. school supplies. Listen. I lo- I applaud the effort. That was incredible. Yeah. You know, go, I love go it. Kara. And she you know got what? it. She got her way. I was she got her say, way. How much did they end up spending? I think it showed it, didn't it? $2,455.62. On one My shopping trip. My parents would kill me. Kill me. That's like how like, much I spent on on school clothes for like all of high school and like half of middle school like combined. 
Oh, that was the price of my rent of one of my apartments in DC in like 2014. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a two, like, our two bedroom apartment. Yeah. 2400. It's insane. A whole month. So, but she spent that in a day on clothes. I like, that's how you know you're rich, 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 rich. Clothes Literally. that she's gonna outgrow because she's a fucking teenager. <laughs> well, she that's what she said. She's like, Gina's like, you you have plenty of clothes in your closet, and she's like, but they, I outgrow them. She, Gina goes, stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. But then we get to Joe, and so joe gets to meet slade's parents for the first time and they're driving in on an rv they're from alaska speaking of slade did you notice that his mom is a different person yes okay i was like that must be his stepmom or something in this one right so i i re i posted a meme back in like a year or two ago um i don't i don't think it was mine i think i reposted someone either on twitter whatever and it, they, the person who had made it said who, something like, are we going to talk about the fact that Slade's mom's a completely different person in this yes, season? Yes, yes. And they, it got picked up and made traction. And I think somebody commented, and I'm not, I don't remember who did. I'll have to look back and said, it's one of them is a stepmom. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it, I feel like the one this in this it episode has to is a be step. because the yeah. later seasons when he brings the other one around and brings his brother around they all look alike and he didn't like yes. favor this woman so that was like and yeah I tripped out for a second I was like what yeah. yeah had I not seen that like a year or two ago I would have thought the same thing I would have been like this is not the same woman I remember reading her son for filth about proposing to Gretchen no. <laughs> Not at all. Joe asked, was there a lot of ice? And his the stepmom goes, Did she really she ask, didn't that? ask that? I thought that was a fair question, to be quite I, honest. I, too. She's like, it's summer. Bitch, you live in Alaska. Don't be mad at me that I thought that y'all had ice all the fucking time. Are you serious? I I do not know the weather pattern there. I don't know any I I really just assume it's cold there all the time. Oh I don't well, know how about so you know I have a lot of friends in Seattle. Just like last week or the other like two weeks ago, my friend posted Seattle cruise season is starting or like Alaska cruise season is starting. Oh. So I'm like I mean, yeah, it might be summer, but these bitches are still going to see what is Alaska. Like y'all still got glaciers and shit. So I agree. And can I tell you, I have zero desire to do an Alaska cruise. Oh, I want to so bad only because you see whales. Uh, I saw whales in Hawaii and it's warm there. Well, I want to see <laughs> other whales. <laughs> <laughs> I could literally not think of something more miserable than doing a cruise to Alaska. I mean, I feel like you can't go outside. It's cold. It's cold. Yeah. Unless, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe... Maybe we're wrong because we don't know the weather pattern. Maybe they have hot days or warm days at least. But we're about to get reamed by like the way that Vicky did by Oklahomans in that one oh, season. Oh, I know. Where she, the people from Alaska are about to be like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> Sorry, Alaska. <laughs> no, it's literally. I just don't like cold weather. Like I don't. I just yeah. take me to the warm. If I'm going on vacation, I do not want to be miserably cold. So that that's all it is. That's all. We, we also get to meet Katie the Corgi, who's a rescue, and Joe asks if oh that means that she'll rescue her. God, I had, had that written down. I was like, this? No. And I was just, she loves to play the ditzy card, even though she's smart. She knows she knows what she's doing, and That's that gets weird brought up to later. do. I agree. It must be some sort of, like, when you're in an unfamiliar, like, with unfamiliar people, it's, like, maybe a safety blanket of, like, people will think it's funny. Yeah, But some okay. people don't think it's funny. Like, they're like, this person's dumb. Oh, Whereas I, other people I thought, may I find was like, it she's stupid as hell. What in the world is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like, it, I just, I feel like when she does it, it doesn't come off like she truly means it. it you can tell she's, like, being silly but i i don't think pe- i don't think it comes that off that way to all people but then we get to kimberly and kimberly and scott are on their hike and she tells us she's had over a hundred skin biopsies for skin cancer and she currently has her fifth melanoma talk about horrific luck or like you know a genetic piece obviously of this like that's so sad and if it has metastasized she would need to do chemo and there's potential for it to 
be fatal. I can't imagine having a scare one time, let alone five. Or Especially well, when you uh, have kids. Totally. Or yeah. at least going through a hundred biopsies. Like that is constantly, and I mean, she must have to go to the dermatologist all the time for her checks because I mean, that anyone is who risk. knows this, I know she ended up leaving. I mean, the reason she left the show was because they had to relocate to the Midwest in a place where she wasn't mm-hmm. as exposed to, you know, higher, as a place that's not as high risk. I mean, that's crazy. Yep. Not, not crazy, yeah. but just wild. You know, people we take for granted that you and I live in, you know, the most beautiful place in the country, but it's like there's people that couldn't even live here. That's so sad, you know? Yeah. Kimberly, I find her to be literally such a good grounded character, not character, but cast member on this show. I Mm -hmm. love her so much. I like did not remember her at all thinking back on this season and rewatching. She is a star in so many ways to me. She's crazy wild, but then she has these heartfelt moments. She's so so honest in this oh she one thing yeah she made me so emotional thinking about like the possibilities of her you know thing her you know the diagnosis were to be bad yeah i wrote down literally what she said in that confessional word for word because it had such an impact on me like she's tearful crying that was some real shit right there yeah, yeah it was she's like we're a pretty balanced unit and I would hate to see our unit out of balance. I want to see Scott get old. I love the salt and pepper in his hair. That's the part that made me emotional. I I know. It's overwhelming to think that I wouldn't get to be with him when he's this little old wrinkled man that I get to hold his hand and that I listen to him and laugh with him. I was like heartbroken in that moment because I couldn't imagine watching this in real time and thinking, cause like we know what happened. So like, that's a relief, but watching in real time would have been wild. Also, these were the days before, like you couldn't just like go to someone's Instagram and see, you know, right. what the latest was in their life. You know, so that, I mean, there probably were people that left a few of these episodes wondering like, what's the, I mean, that's, what's the sitch, totally. you know? Yeah. Right. They say it's five days until she'll get her test results. They move on to Bianca is going to have a slumber party. Her and a couple of her friends are going to get a hotel room, do the pool, beach, hot tub, whatever. And this is another thing about Kimberly that it's the stark contrast between what we just saw with Gina and her. I just got an Audi S4. I spent $2,400 on clothes. They show Bianca and Kimberly sitting at the computer looking at different hotels and says, the budget is $300. If it's over $300, you can pay for the difference of it. I want to teach her, you know, some kind of value of money and hard work and what it's worth. Like, Mm -hmm. what? I mean, that's, again, seeing just... There's all these different, there's each woman has a, a place on the show for a reason. And they're showing all the different types of people that are living in Orange County. And I just found her to be mm-hmm. so grounded. And she's like a healthy blend of Vicky and Gina because Vicky's so like strict and like, you're going to work and have a budget and learn this and learn mm-hmm. this. And Gina's so like carefree. But, you know, there are later, you know, there's, I think, the season two or season three where they go to visit Chicago and they meet up with Kimberly. And she's Mm -hmm. talking about how she would let her kids that are teenagers, if they were dating someone, sleep in the same room. You know, and it's like, while while her and Vicky would probably agree here on the, like, budgeting birthday thing. And, you know, on on the other hand, when Vicky heard about her kids sleeping with their boyfriends or girlfriends, I thought she was going to choke on her steak. You know, like, she was (laughs) like, no! (laughs) Absolutely not. Not my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I I just love I love this shit so much. Mm. So then we get to Lori and this was a really nice scene for Lori because she's had a lot of a lot of scenes throughout this season that have just been so heavy with everything going on with, you know, our her divorce where she is financially, working with Vicky, Josh going to Juvie. And so Josh is home from Juvie, and they decide to plan a family beach day. You can tell 
Lori is annoyed that Ashley says she's going to meet them there because she really wanted to have a whole family day. And she also brings up when they get there, you know, she gives Josh some money to go pay for parking. And she's like, you know, I want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. But with Josh's history, I do have trouble trusting him. Oh, wow. You know, and like we see him like, oh, the parking machine isn't working. She didn't trust if he actually put the money in there if he pocketed the three or four dollars that she gave him and like that's where they're at right now because he has to rebuild all of that that would be so challenging as a parent because of course you want to trust your kids but and then to be putting it on tv reality oh my Uh, god yes right uh, and then this guy steve that she keeps bringing around is someone i guess they've tried dating before it just doesn't really work but she brings them to family stuff and it seems like a Sort of like a friends with benefits situation. One hundred percent. The way she was rubbing that sunscreen on him, I was like, "This is not the first time those hands have caressed those abs." You could tell she mm-hmm. knew she knew her way down. She knew where every little bump was. She was like, boop, 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 "Absolutely, boop. yep." And you know, good for her. I mean, she said, "You know, he can do what he wants. I can do what I want." It's like, okay, Lori with the open relationship. Okay, in season feminist one. icon. Incredible. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, and then Ashley finally shows up with some friends and they have the whole family together. And it was just a really good scene for Lori to, and a good day overall. We go to Joe then and Joe and Slade are bringing the parents to Treasures fa- Furniture Store and they're looking to redo the formal living room and a guest room. And this ha- made me cringe so hard. We're looking to buy some furniture for the formal living room and possibly the guest room. I happen to be a black American Express card holder. Uh, Due to that, they're able to uh, close down the store for us tonight. Just the way he said it, it was just so cringy. That was the highlight of his whole year was being able to say that on camera. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) I want to say to have a black card, which this is kind of crazy. Like, I think to have a black card, you have to spend like $100,000 in a year on it or something. Steve, I think it was more. I I think maybe Is it more? I think it was. I thought it was like a quarter of a million dollars. I thought it was like 250000 Oh, it could 000. be. But maybe back I, yeah, in the day it was less. Who knows? You know. I don't know. But that's crazy. And good for him for having a black card. So Joe admits that she loves big, gaudy pieces. So they saw the chandelier that was, the salesman said, you know, it's $20,000, but it's now down to fifteen, And Joe goes, only 15000 And Slade, they panned to like Slade's dad and his eyes were so big, like, what the hell? Because you can tell, even Slade says when they first come on, like, Slade's parents are more of a different vibe than he and Joe are. Like, they're oh, yeah. from Anchorage, Alaska, and it's very obvious, but he's like, 15000 I probably spent that in a whole year on something. You know what I mean? Like, they, they were just shocked. And Slade w- Slade's dad also came in with a hot take about Joe and their relationship, and... He was like, I wondered why this girl would want to get tied up with this man with these two children. <laughs> I think it's going to be some, there's going to be some problems for Joe. Uh, hello. Think, yeah. I hope it lasts because she's a wonderful girl, but I have doubts. He said, I hope it lasts, but let's be real. This is probably the last time I'll ever see this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, this man called it. This he really man did. called it. He really did. He really did. So then we go back to Lori and, oh my God, we get the call. We're in. We did it, Joe. We're in. <laughs> they're, going to the, they're going to the Playboy Mansion. So Lori and Lorelai go to get their hair and makeup done. It's this big ego boost for her. I was dying, like you said earlier, walking out into their neighborhood to the car in the satin robes and lingerie. Oh, honey, you couldn't tell them nothing. <laughs> oh, thought, my God. Honey, they said we are the hottest things from on the 405. Don't get it twisted, okay? Know that. Know that. Know that. (laughs) I was also dead at the hair. The hair was so big. I think even she she asked Josh at one point, what do you think? And he goes, very 80s metal. He's like, it's a little big. Also, I worry about like the logistics of the evening. I'm like, did they sleep here? Where did they get a hotel in LA? Uber wasn't a thing then. Right? No. So, yeah. I, it's just, I just, well, I don't know. It's so weird to think about, like, how people got around doing that shit back in the day, you know? That is very true. And because the other funny thing about that is we see them drive off, but then all of a sudden now we're back to the next morning. She's, Lori's sitting with Ashley telling her about the party last night. And 
All Lori remembers is there were boobs everywhere and her butt was out. How embarrassing. Yeah. Did they stay or did they come back? I I would love to know that. I'm guessing Lori Lori Lee drunk and drove back, but that's not, that's just me. (laughs) Allegedly. Lori said, bitch, my kid's already in enough trouble. I can't risk it too. You're driving back. (laughs) Well, Ashley wants to go to the Playboy party next time. And Lori's like, oh, I don't know about that. And she says, watch me she's like i'll i'll go i'll get an invite without you she's like and guess what i won't have to send a picture to get in know that (laughs) what if literally Lori, or sorry ashley gets accepted and then Lori does it imagine the next time like imagine i now choose to believe that the scary island beach photo shoot was in fact an admission photo shoot for the a playboy mansion party Alex, Johan face. Johan face. She's like, bitch, you look so old, they are not going to let you in. Johan face. (laughs) So then we go back, we're back with Gina and Shane and Kara's relationship. They talk about how up and down and I was crying laughing at this scene. I thought that that was left. I didn't know that that was to the right of me. Because I'm not like conscious, like conscience? Conscientious. Conscientious? Conscience. I'm not direction, conscience. I know. Kara, <laughs> you're making me stupid. Mom, look up this word for us now. I know it's in my head and I can't say it. Conscience. They're right Consciences. there. She couldn't say conscientious, or I can't even say now. Crap. How do you say that? Conscientious. I am conscientious. I said it. Realtor. And I said I wasn't conscientious of where I was in Newport. That's not correct. Why do you So, first of all, my mom would. <laughs> Kill me if I ever said, Mom, look this fucking word up to her. Uh, can you imagine? Like, even as a joke, my mom would be her. like, she would say, watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> right? Literally, I, 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 like, was shook when I heard that. And so they, they pan over. And so Kara's looking up on the computer, consci- conscientious. And she says, Gina, Gina goes... I'm a very conscientious realtor. And Cara was like, yeah, I was saying I wasn't conscientious of where I was in Newport. Gina goes, that's not correct. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just like cuts off. And like, we didn't even get like a response. Gina's just like, that's not correct. Oh my God. I was not conscious of where I was in Newport. It was like, you were, she said, you're saying the word, but you're saying it like four times in one. Just, you just weren't (laughs) conscious of where you were going. It's not that hard. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. She's like, they're like the original Ramona and Teresa. They can't pronounce Honestly. Oh my God. Yeah. That's iconic. I love it. So we're back to Kimberly and Bianca and her friends go to this luxury hotel for their sleepover. And it was gorgeous. This annoyed the shit out of me. It did too. I, I didn't love I, this. This is why I don't want kids because she handled it a lot better than I would have. I'll tell you that. Kimberly's talking about how confident, smart her daughter is. She really doesn't have to worry about her. And then Suzanne, her friend, comes. They're going to go get drinks while the girls are in the hotel alone. The girls start prank calling the concierge. How many bathrooms are in the hotel? I would like to hear a story, please. The tortoise and the hare. What time did all what times the pools close? All of a sudden, and again, all of this was like very like that's not scandalous, obviously. Mm-mm. But hotel hotel security calls and says they're sending an officer up to come and they want to speak to an adult. So <laughs> these girls, I was laughing at the, when they the devised kids, a plan. <laughs> I was crying. She's like, no. <laughs> We're doing a survey for school um, about hotels. We're doing a survey about hotels. Yeah, average hotels and average things about the hotels. Average bathrooms and hotels in Orange County. <laughs> I mean, what? I give it. I, I give it to him. I give it to him. I was I'm like, okay, for that. Yeah. As cringy and crazy as it was, I I was like, you know, good job, good job on that. So if Kimberly comes back and. You know, you see her in the hallway saying to the security, like, oh, my kids would never call any strangers or like they would only call people that they know. Door closes. Um, We were like just asking, like, when does the pool close? Like, yeah, literally lying. Everything they were. Yeah, it was. Lie. And then she goes, oh, so you were prank calling. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> you know, you just need to apologize. Eye contact. I always do eye contact. It goes over well. <laughs> 
(laughs) Well, then we get to another emotional confessional where I, again, wrote word for word because I just felt like this episode was a wave of emotions for me. Her, my biggest fear is not dying. My biggest fear is that in 15 years, my kids have not had the lessons that I want them to have. And I mean life lessons, attitudes towards life, a sense of adventure, a sense of fun. I want to see Bianca become a mom. She's an amazing human being that I have in my life, and I would love to see that happen for her. Like, talk about tugging at the heart strings in there. It was so sad. Yeah. And I have to say... I just, this just clicked right now when I was reading that. A sense of adventure, a sense of fun. Does that not give you Heather Gay vibes from the reunion? I mean, listen, maybe they're kindred spirits, you know? That's a kindred, oh, totally. Like, and that, I love that, you know, not to bring up Salt Lake, but like, I'd love that in that, in that reunion piece. It's showing like, I want my kids to experience life and I want to be there to see it all. Just live it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was... So beautiful. But here's my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> we get back to Miss Victoria. Vicky, she's coming home to Illinois. I guess she's coming Carrie, back. Illinois? Baby. Is she's it Cary, Illinois? I can't remember. It's called I can't remember what it's called, to be honest it with said you. On, a sign said Carrie, but I wasn't sure if that was her hometown or if that was like a town that she was just in. There's like, like she a stays lo- at Lisa's. And there's like a little triage of towns that I think her and her family all live in and like where her high school mm-hmm. was, but I don't know exactly which one she's from. Well, she tells us, you know, she doesn't stay with her mom because they have learned that they cannot <laughs> stay together. They this part killed me. This part killed me that her mom was like, you got to get a hotel. Like, we just can't yeah. do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is so crazy. Like, my parents would be like, you want to get a hotel? Like well, do you remember offended. later seasons where Brianna tries to get a hotel because Brooks is there? And Vicky's like, you are uh... not getting a hotel. My daughter is not <laughs> stuck in a hotel. <laughs> she I said, Brianna, that. a hotel? Really? In my home? No. Not happening. Yes. <laughs> yes. They, I mean, that is, they always say, like, what you do with your parents, your kids do with you. So. Yep. It's a full circle moment. Her mom kind of breaks down, you know, in confessional on why their relationship is so strained. I mean, she says that, you know, her and Vicky were super, super close. She was closer to Vicky than out of all of the kids. And she thinks that Vicky's lost herself since she moved to California. And Vicky says, you know, I... I know that I've gotten caught up in the beauty, the teeth whitening, the nails, the laser treatments, the Botox. And she just feels really defensive, though, on who she is around her mom because her mom makes her feel like bad about the stuff that she, you know, cares about since living there. You know, Vicky's mom ends up saying, you know, she's just more glamorous now. She used to be more like the rest of us. Calls her glamorous, but then in the next sentence is talking about her hair being yellow. I'm not saying that be light, but I think it gets to a point where almost it's too yellow and too... It's yellow? Yeah. Pay a lot of money for it not to be yellow. Well, I'm sorry. It's yellow. uh, My hair is yellow. It looks yellow to me. Yellow, not blonde. Yellow. Well, honey, it is. It's it's pretty yellow. Yellow. (laughs) But can I get rough? (laughs) Thanks, Tom. Hello. More like the McDonald's arch. (laughs) Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's arch yellow, she said. McDonald's arch yellow. Ah. Kind of like that roof over there. She said roof, too. Yeah. Kind of like that roof over there. Or the I McDonald's arches even more. Also, I love that her mom is, like, so stoic the whole time. At the moment yes. she cracked a joke on Vicky's hair, she started laughing at herself. Yes. <laughs> like, she's she looks ah. miserable the whole time to be there. Until yeah. she's making fun of her. And then I feel like you dead. can tell the like TV like camera thing is like not her vibe whatsoever. No. And I think the only time she forgot was when she like <laughs> like was dragging Vicky. <laughs> Bless her heart. What was what was so funny too? It was just even the way the dialogue was was so funny because it yes. was like you know her her hair looks dry. Maybe you're, she's bleaching it too much. Like. I'm not saying it can't be light, but it's just to the point where it's too 
yellow and two mom mom i pay three hundred dollars for it to look like this (laughs) mom it's not yellow yellow it's blonde it's blonde yeah i pay a lot of money for it to not be yellow well i'm sorry it's yellow (laughs) blonde yellow like it is so the it's it's so good if you want to laugh at an old school vicky go to this and watch this scene with her mom her mom is hysterical i mean so funny bless her heart like you remember even later seasons whenever she came to visit they talked about a cop tried to tell her she couldn't park somewhere and she like pushed his bike or something (laughs) (laughs) and they almost had to arrest her some shit oh my god (laughs) insane Uh, legend well, that whole scene and then this next one with Vicky going in is all a freaking gem. So honestly, if you have any interest after listening, go watch this because I was laughing so hard. But also we find out that the house that her and her first husband bought, they went by it like mm-hmm. nostalgia and they they were like reliving, you know, the days that Vicky was in her town and they flash on the screen that Vicky... That house was $87,000 when they bought it. Vicky is now worth, or was worth in 2006 when all of this was going on, $3.5 million. So she really has like elevated her life in a huge way. Um, it is pretty awesome, honestly. Total and self made. Yeah. Self made. Like and because I, I and because she, she realized that a man wouldn't shit. She was like, you know what? Let me just do this myself. Right. <laughs> exactly. <love> <laughs> exactly i did have to laugh though when she's like in the car with her mom calling all of her friends to like get ready for the reunion and she did say what are you wearing tonight it's all about the fashions yes it's in scary. Middle, i'm like, like bitch we're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> the fashions what fashions i have not seen a fashion yet on this episode I, I, uh, the best part i have this written down was when her mom said faith hill had jeans on this morning on the view <laughs> So Vicky goes, yeah, the view, je- so I guess jeans are in style. Oh, she said, so we can wear jeans. <laughs> Wait, so did you notice ridiculous. what she wore, though? I wasn't paying attention, actually. No. What Vicky's... Wait, it was a sky top and jeans, right? It's her, re- it, what she wore was what she wears in the title cards. It's the same shirt. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so yes. her, re- her reunion outfit is the same outfit as her. That must have been her fancy go-to outfit. We're finally at the reunion, and it was Vicky Gold. Like, <laughs> truly gold. And it's funny because this is the first season, and for so many seasons, we saw this Vicky, and it is my favorite Vicky. Oh, God. Danny! I know you were going to do that. like screaming jumps on this random man and kisses him literally and wraps her legs around legs. him thank god the spouses weren't there you know? i mean I, now i see why now i see I why they weren't okay you're mark mango mark mango or mark Ma- oh my god danielle this is mark mango look it's mark mango <laughs> and then if Don was out of the picture, there's definitely a couple guys that I would be calling. Yeah, she said that. She said what? they would be calling. She said there's some guys that would be calling. So I thought you liked me in high school. We used to double date in high school, except I dated Bob and he dated my girlfriend Denise. But we always wanted to do a little switchy switchy. We never did. I cannot believe that these producers got this bitch like three drinks in and then let her say this shit on camera. They are wrong as fuck for that. Oh my god. Also switchy switchy. Gonna start using that from now on. I posted this clip right before we hopped on. I said, may you all have a switchy switchy this weekend. You know, everybody has a little switchy switchy. (laughs) Oh my god. And then after Uh, that we get back in and she's Still very focused on Bob. Where is Bob? Ex-boyfriend Bob. That was Bob. her ex. She wanted to see Bob. Well, Bob was there. And <laughs> they blurred his face. And he <laughs> just goes, 
she goes bob and she goes speeding he's like no i'm not doing this yeah and he they, ran they put away subtitles. he ran and she's like <laughs> see <laughs> oh no bob said no no i refuse you dumped me for Robin Nelson. Like, no, she goes, you dumped him. Robin Nelson for me. You dumped me for Robin Nelson. <laughs> and Bob's still running away from me. What's wrong with him? He won't even talk to me. He's a scaredy pants. <laughs> she loves saying pa- something pants. It's yes. always like, are you a liar pants? It's, are you a scaredy pants? I love pants? it. I love it. Yes. Oh, he ran away. God. I don't think he likes me anymore. I was losing it through all I'm of that scene. Fucking his and right before the way the editors did her right before it, they did her confessional. We grew up together. We've known each other all right. Lives. And then it comes to him running from her. So damn shady. After that iconic high school reunion with Vicky, then we get back to a little heavy heaviness with Joe and Slade. So they go out to drinks and you really see Slade talking a lot. Like this is where we really are seeing he's concerned about Joe's alcohol intake. And it was interesting to see throughout the season, though, it was almost like production wanted to highlight her drinking it's not that I don't know. I don't think that she had a drink. Yeah, I was going to say this whole thing is whack as fuck to me. Like she was yes, a twenty-four yeah. year old uh, living on a man's totally. dime. All you you gave her no life other than to go out with her friends. What do you expect her to do? You know, amen. I, was, I said the same thing to her in the interview. I was like, honestly, I applaud you for a lot of this season because. I know what mindset I was in at 24, and I was not ready to do I, any of that I, I actually stuff. don't know where I was at at 24. I was in different people's beds. I was on other people's couches. I was all over the place. You know what <laughs> oh, I'm well, saying? What's, like, what's different from 24 and now then? Hello. Well, you had to throw that out, didn't you? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> oh, you know what's different? Wait, they're in your bed. There you go. I don't, I don't travel anymore. There you go. No, but it was there so it weird is. to see him being like, you're 24. You're 24. Get it together. And she's like, exactly, bitch. I'm 24. Like, 24 is nothing. Yes. Nothing. I had just gotten out of grad school, moved to D.C. I was going out like... Party like I, I I even said I was like when you move to a new city especially at at that age you're what what you need to do is be social and meet friends I was because the you only don't have way a community you ex- around you it's the only way you can expand your yeah. circle is go out and meet people yeah and then like he, like, no he wonder said she- it though he told her he's like I expected there would be changes and it's like but you're wrong for wanting a young person like that to change like why would you want to take you, you know what I'm saying? Those formative yeah. years away from someone. That is so bizarre and weird to me. I don't know. That's exactly what I said. I was like, you essentially Slade wanted you to be what he wanted and not letting you experience everything you needed to experience. Because I, I mean, I will say when I was younger, I had my, I thought my whole twenties out and I had all these plans and then, of course, when the as those years came along, I was like, "Oh no, no, no! Like yeah. none of those plans are gonna be are logical." You because you think that's what you want, but then it comes along and it's not really necessarily the timing. And the, my twenties were so important of me learning about myself and what I want out of life and what I want out of a relationship mm-hmm. and what I will not put up with in a man or what I what I want out of a man. Like there's just so much you learn in your twenties. And I could not imagine not having those experiences to, to like get me where I am now, you know, like, and especially not having them because a man kept you from having them like that to look back and know that you had given up so much for a man that wasn't shit, you know? And also, and now I think you, you might agree is like looking back, like he's saying, I expected you to change. Like I thought if I dated, like, so what you're saying is you picked up a young girl because you thought you could control her is really what he's saying. It was. Yeah. I mean, yes. it, it really was. I want you to be exactly what I want. Yes. Out and of he way. thought the only way and to I- do that was to pick up a young girl who wanted money, but that didn't necessarily have a career established yet and he could control her. So that's what he did. And he, it was very manipulative in some of the things he would say, like, 
I, one of them was something like, it's a shame because you're like this perfect girl that I, I wanted, but we can't be together because of this or something, it's something along well, those lines. Well, he's like gaslighting her into thinking she has like a drinking issue. Sh- and it's like, she has, she's having to drink at dinner that you're not even paying for because her friend manages right. the restaurant and sent it to her. So and weird. like, it was, it was, I understand what he was saying about how he felt uncomfortable about her going out and everything until all hours of the morning. I understand what he feels, but that doesn't mean you may not be with Joe then because that is okay for her to go out and do things like that. I mean, you and I, you, you and I is my boyfriend ever like he rarely goes out, but Mm -mm. it's never an issue because that's kind of like, but the thing is he can can trust you though. And it's like he, for some reason, and I don't know if him not being able to trust her was really a sign of his wrongdoings. Cause I honestly don't think she was like running around on him or anything back in the day. No, not at all. I don't know that she really even had the capability of doing it without him finding out because she, he was in involved in every, you know, aspect of her life. Right. Yeah, I think that his behavior was, if anything, a reflection of what he was doing and what he he didn't want her to do what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I actually I don't think he was like cheating on her at that time or anything, but it was very much like it, it was he he got very insecure. Like mm-hmm. he you could the insecurities like literally jumped out because he he mentions a lot about like you know, hang out, you're at a club engaged and you're out with by yourself with friends talking to strange men. And it's like, she has her ring. She says she always makes it known that she's engaged. And mm-hmm. like, she said, you know, if it's same for me, like if I'm out and someone, you know, tries to hit on me or something and, you know, I'm, I always, impl- you know, sorry, you know, I have a boyfriend. Sorry. Easy of that. It's yeah. done. It's over. Done deal. It's not like, so he clearly, in his head was making up scenarios that it was going to, you know, be more than that, or he's going to lose. And so that means he must not trust her. Yeah. And he just kept trying to gaslight her through the whole thing. And it was, I, I don't know. It was really hard to watch. And he even just gets mad because, you know, the, the one friend that you said works there invited her out for like wine. And after she said, I think after dinner, I'm going to go do that. And he's just like, fine. Like what, you know, go do that. And he's like, actually, we can just he, cut it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're just done. Cut it, yeah. <laughs> it was I'm like, she's going out with her friends. Like, let so her dramatic. live a little. And like, I don't know if like, I know we're on episode six, but I don't know if you remember in the earlier episodes, they really highlight how, you know, she was lonely during a lot of this because she moves to Orange County. She doesn't know anybody. In she's Orange at County. home alone all he's, day. Barely allow, like, bar- like, barely seeing other people. So I get it. Like, this is her time to be able to, like, have a community herself. Totally. And then just because she's in a different stage of her life than him does not make her stage less valuable. They're at the bar, or Joe's at the bar talking to the bartender. She's drinking there. And she, all of a sudden, she starts, you know, breaking down and just looks at the camera and basically. Kind of breaking the fourth wall. She breaks wall. the fourth wall. Yeah. Talking to a producer says, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. And then, yeah, the next day. I felt um, bad for her. They they flash. It's engagements off and they show off the ring. And that was the end of the episode. And so while Vicky's out here doing a switchy switchy, Joe's life is ending. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. So now everybody, you see why we said we had everything from cancer scares to switchy switchies to relationships ending to hotel stays. I mean, it was everything. Oh, and we found out Kimberly's results. I forgot about that. She's good to go. She went to the oncologist. Her and Scott went together. And it was, again, you can tell they just have such a good relationship. Such a good relationship. I normally, yes. She's like, normally I go to my doctor's appointments by myself, but... For these big ones, Scott comes with me, and I just love to hold his hand. And I'm so just like, sweet. and it's, and it's not one of those things where you know how sometimes people try too hard to show how perfect their relationship is on these shows. This is not try hard at all. Like yeah. hers, it's all very genuine and natural, and at least that's how I'm reading it on the screen. And you know, they go into the doctors, they come out, finds out everything's all excellent. 
and she can go back to living her life. So that's let's end on a happy note with Scott and his salt and pepper hair. Absolutely. Oh, yes. I love that. So sweet. I love that. Well, this was so much fun. I am so glad we ended up switching which episode you were going to read. We did a little, we did a switchy, switchy, (laughs) a switchy, switchy. (laughs) Because this is literally the perfect one for us. Like, totally iconic Vicky oh god and I just thank you again for joining me and Anytime. I love being your soulmate your sister your friend and now your co-worker essentially Hi. yes I love hey, it hey Dip hey so why don't you speaking of tell everyone where they can find you and listen to you and go ahead yes 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 so follow me along on Instagram at Christian Gray Snow for just some funny housewives memes, memes housewives commentary and then yeah from the same fantastic people who do your podcast The Dip I have a podcast with them as well called The Slut Pig Podcast and obviously everybody can get it wherever they're listening to this podcast right now thanks for joining us in this little family van remember a free way to help us is by rating and subscribing to the pod 